friends, hello and welcome to Happy Birthday Who Cares. Yes, it's a bi tri monthly <laughs> podcast that we host. <laughs> I don't know. You've been busy? In a way. Existential <laughs> angst. A dread and yeah. uh, um an inability to think about anything but the elephant in the room. I'm looking at these notes we made for this podcast and they are quite out of date. When we did the last podcast, I immediately did the notes for the next podcast, and that was like two months ago. At least. Maybe, maybe three months ago? I don't know. Two months. It was in... Uh, Listen, no no accusations. No worries. It was definitely in January, right? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> but what have you been up to? <laughs> what day... Uh, for pros- for posper- posterity? <laughs> Posterity? What's the word? <laughs> for posteriors. For uh, posterity. For historical record, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of the uh, coronavirus quarantine. So, how long have we been home it, sequestered? In lockdown? Yeah. Okay, aside from one trip to Costco. Yeah. Which we wore masks and gloves and looked like crazy people. We were the time. only people taking it seriously. Yeah, totally. At that time. <clears throat> um, that was around um, March 15th. March 15th. Yeah. And it, we're, we're recording. It's almost the end of March. So it's been about two weeks. So we haven't really left the house for quite some time. Two weeks. Wow. I mean, we go for drives and I went for a bike ride yesterday. We go for walks. Yeah. But nothing that interacts with anyone else. We haven't gone grocery shopping in two weeks, which Mm-mm. feels impossible. Our fridge is finally starting to empty out. Yeah. The freezer, not so much, though. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at that. Um, we did buy a lot at Costco when we went. We did a little bit of panic buying. We bought a, um, uh, what is it, like a six-gallon pack of powdered Gatorade, like just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That was oh no we had a second trip that day we also went to the oh grocery yeah we outlet. stopped at the grocery outlet on the way back from Costco yeah that's where the six gallons of Gatorade came from now we have a jar of you know make a Gatorade whenever you feel like Max it. says it just looks like red sand <laughs> it's like straight from Australia um, I feel like having some Gatorade powder is a good plan if you get dehydrated because you have uh, sickness. Totally. And I yeah. went on a really hard bike ride yesterday and I drank the hell out of some afterwards. Yeah. I made one it and I didn't do anything but sit on the couch <laughs> and I still enjoyed it. By the way, if you haven't left your house for a while and you have a chance to go do something like a bike ride or maybe yeah. go for a run or, you know, whatever is your speed, go do it. Yeah. Uh, my bike ride was good. I went for one a couple of weeks ago or a week, a week ago. <laughs> Several months ago now. <laughs> Feels like a million years ago. And it was, yeah, it is fun. People acknowledge you, mm-hmm. hello, mm-hmm. but from a distance, please. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's different being out on feet or in bike and not in your car. Yeah. The window of the car. People, yeah, you don't really roll down your window to yell hello at people, but... Maybe in the future we will. Maybe we will. But yeah. right now, when you're passing somebody on the street, there's a wave and it's nice. Yeah, you acknowledge each other being like, oh, hey, a person. I haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger. Uh, but what Ooh, else? Weird, what else? Weird is, times. What else besides a global pandemic? What else is going on? Uh, I've been doing some stained glass. I noticed that in these notes, uh, they're so old that that was, you know, two pieces of stained glass ago. Yeah, the uh, last one you did. I did. I did a a big one of Leica the Space Dog, which turned out 
pretty well. I think that might be my favorite one I've done so far. That was really beautiful. Thank you. Um, and uh, and since then, I did a commission for a friend of uh, Baba Yaga and her. What's a Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga is a forest witch, and she lives in a house that roams around on chicken legs. Yeah. I, I think I knew that beforehand, but I'm not totally sure I did. Yeah. You did the... Uh, Exactly what you described. <laughs> you should put pictures of both up on the Instagram for kicks. I will. I, I have a lot of respect for people who do architectural drawings now. People like Daniel Danger. People who do drawings of buildings? Yeah. I mean, I've done a few before, but it's really, really freaking difficult to make them interesting and accurate. Did you like drawing the face of the dog more than the building? Definitely, yeah. So you like to draw the... Uh, expressiveness mm -hmm. of a creature mm -hmm. which is weird because when i look at art i really like art of man-made things uh, we have a lot of that kind of stuff around the house a lot of ramshackle buildings and stuff. yeah we have like uh motels and yeah stuff i'm looking around our living room i see so many by the way i gotta say that we are super mega very lucky people i mean admittedly my work is on pause for a while yeah we're gonna run out of money that's definitely going to happen. But in the meantime, we live in a really cool house and we have a lot of cool stuff and we get to do the things we want to do here. And we actually really like each other. So yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, man. I'm thinking about all the people who are getting divorced right now, <laughs> or trying to get divorced. Right Can you now. imagine if you were like on the verge of getting divorced and then all of a and sudden then this happens, this happened. Yeah, yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Cat, get out of here. I don't know if you hear moon cooking in the background, but she's going, ape shit around the house for some reason the wild hair i think because we moved the cart for the podcasting setup and she's excited she's cause... seeing a new thing oh my god these cats are they live in the dream i have a new sympathy for these cats and the prison we've kept them in. you're a... <laughs> well we always i always said that it was like we kidnapped them it is yeah but uh they don't know any better we kidnapped them to a life of luxury randall what's been going on with you i uh looked at the notes here and the notes reference that I got a CT scan. <laughs> How long ago was it that I it got that like CT scan? the end of December. I think just to close it up, I uh, did have some stomach problems that I was going to get the CT scan for. And I did get it. And they found that my gallbladder was a little mucusy. Well, well. <laughs> Which they said should not really cause any problems. Uh, they did say... They didn't see anything else except that I'm slightly arthritic in my back, oh. which I kind of knew all along. I hurt my back when I was younger, and it's always bothered me forever, forever Pro and ever. Props to the people of UPS and Thanks. FedEx. Thanks a bunch, UPS. The, uh, oh, the other thing I wanted to say was, if you don't remember, the invention of the CT scanner happened on our birthday. It's true. You can listen to episode 17 where we talk about the Beatles and the Exorcist. In addition to in, the CT scan. Almost instead of talking about the CT scan. Listen, we talk about what we want. Yeah. By the way, the premise of this podcast, if you've never listened to before, uh -huh. oh, hello and welcome. That would be weird to start it, on this it one. It would be super weird. Uh, we talk about any event that did occur on the date of October 1st in any year, because that is our birthday. Yeah, that's our shared, shared birthday. We're birthday buddies and we're married. It's a little weird. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about and we continue talking about myself. The other thing I've been up to Please. recently, I have been semi-managing a Facebook page called Animal All-Stars Forever. 
Um, it was originally a work project that work wanted to shut st- shut it down, and instead I just stole it for myself. I'm not they sure said, you should admit to that, but okay. <laughs> hey, I don't care. Take it. Good luck. <laughs> you know, I was going to mention Animal All-Stars at the end of this because yeah. the cute animal pictures of life are what have been getting me through. Oh, really? Rough days, yeah. Be sure to bring it up again. Oh, I will. So I've been uh, spending a lot of time updating the Facebook page, and I finally made a website for it a while ago, and I've been updating the website, and that's a thing that I've been up to. So if you search for Animal Stars on Facebook, you can join the group and look at cute animal pictures. Uh, also, I made some novelty stickers, which are staring at me. I don't think they're novelty at all. I think they express an emotion that has not been ac- accurately conveyed until now. <laughs> all right, well, buy a sticker. <laughs> They say, I love your dog. (laughs) Not my dog, your dog. Not my dog, your dog. I love your dog. Uh, Also, there's an I love your cat version, but I think the dog one is better. Or more appropriate for me, anyway. I do love your dog. (laughs) Listener, gentle listener. It's a little bit creeper, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a thing. So. This is the portion of the podcast where I would remind people to uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Are we still updating Twitter? Uh, We will now. Okay. Um, By the way, I know we got some contacts from last time, and I can't remember what they are right now, but thanks, everybody, for reaching out. Yeah. We always love to read them. If you want to do uh, that and reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast. You can email us at happybirthdaywhocares at Gmail, or you can text or call us and leave a message at 510 whoa that's wrong 501 420 4292 and i wrote at one point should we do ads should we do ads you know maybe if we uh start doing this on a regular basis all right if we can get how about this let's make this commitment so i made a patreon oh yeah you did that's right i did um don't donate to the patreon if you're listening <laughs> we don't deserve it don't do it but how about if Here's the commitment. If we could do this for four weeks in a row, so this is week one. If we could do it for four weeks in a row, on the fourth week, uh, we'll think of something to do for the Patreon for special. Mm. How does that sound? All right. I'm down. And the Patreon will be like a buck, and then the special thing will be, I don't know what the special thing will be. We'll have a, have a month to think about it. Yeah, we'll figure it It'll out. It'll probably be one of these I Heart Your Dog stickers. <laughs> I thought it would be something like us reading something embarrassing or... Oh, a special episode. Yeah, a, second. A, a very special episode. So that's a lot of commitment because we can't get to making one every week. <laughs> We're going to have to make a special. Maybe we and, should commit to bi-weekly. Uh, maybe we could do a video. I'll just spitball. Maybe we could do a video portion of the podcast. Like we could record this and you could see what it's like. So we could try. Or we can make other content. Who knows? Do All people right. care? I no, don't know. maybe. Um, anyway, give us your opinion at at HBWC podcast and let us know. So, what are we talking about today, Randall? Well, in 1976, the number one song in the United States was "Play That Funky Music" by the band Wild Cherry. Good old Wild Cherry. <laughs> Do you know any other Wild Cherry songs besides? Play that funky music? No, and I think in my mind I always get them mixed up with average white band. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are indeed an. Oh, average. and Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, they they're all, all in the same. They're all in that same pantheon. realm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I looked at their songs and played other ones, and I never heard another None song. No, it was the only one. Um, what do you know, we, what do you we, know about them? Should we play a little bit oh, of it? Oh, yeah, before? sure. I mean, like, maybe someone hasn't heard the song. Here we go. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so that is the song you've heard 1,000 times, probably at every wedding you've ever been to in your life. Um, I want to ask you, Randall, yeah. do you remember 1976? No, uh-uh. It was I, only two. Oh, yeah, you're too small. Yeah. I, I do, just a little bit. I think I was in, like, kindergarten or nursery school. Four-year-old, four year Valerie? Yeah. What do you remember about 1976? Well, it was the bicentennial year, so there was all kinds of like you know flaggy stuff with a seventy six on it. Yeah, that's about it. I got some bicentennial coins when I was older. Okay. So I'll say I don't remember it as a two year old, but I do remember as like ten year old getting a bunch of bicentennial coins. The half cent, half cent, half fifty cent piece with uh, JFK, maybe. No uh, idea. Not going to look it up. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a coin collector and you're yelling at the podcast, I apologize. <laughs> um, and maybe a full dollar size one, too? I feel like coin collecting has really gone out of fashion, as has stamp collecting. I don't think anyone does it. I mean, there, There's oh. a building here in Portland that yeah. is it's like a large house in a prime location, and it's a stamp collecting society, and I don't understand how it's there, who goes there, mm -mm. who funded this. Mm -mm. It's one of those buildings that you walk into and you're like, hey, do you guys, and then as you're asking the question, someone hits you in the back of the head <laughs> and you wake up in a bathtub full of ice with your kidney <laughs> missing. That's all it is. It's a kidney stealing operation. <laughs> um, uh, so what do you know about, about Wild Cherry? Uh, let me read to you the, the, the facts that I know about Wild Cherry, and they are... Wild Cherry was an American funk rock band formed in the steel mill town of Mingo Junction. That sounds made up. Let's start. Yeah, let's start with that right off the bat. Mingo Junction, Ohio doesn't sound like a real thing. And if someone is just pranking us on the Wikipedia, then you've won. Congratulations. Uh, they, they were found in 1970. The band's name, uh, Wild Cherry is taken from the box of Luden's cough drops, so oh, you course. can you can get a Wild Cherry uh, flavored Luden cough drops. You ever had Luden cough drops? Oh yeah, they are not medic medicine in any way. Whatsoever. Oh no, they're it's candy. just candy, right? I remember we used to buy them, or I used to buy them from the Encinal Market on uh, Park Street, and I may have stolen a box. Now uh -huh. that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> they were very small. Surprise. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of felonious activities admitted to in this podcast. <laughs> All right. So the song "Play That Funky Music" uh, hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 on uh, September 18th. So it was on there for a few weeks before our birthday. Wait, what? It was oh, on okay. Before you know, could stay on the chart. Right. Um, it was also the number one on the Hot Soul Singles chart. And was a platinum certified single by the Recording Artists of America. La -di -da. 
Um, it sold uh, 2.5 million copies, that single. In the United States alone. In the United States alone, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Do you like this song? It's <laughs> catchy. Yeah. I mean, it's the chorus, right? I remember thinking when I first heard it as a kid that that was startling, that somebody would say something like, play that funky music, white boy. White boy. If you listen to the lyrics, I'm pretty sure that um, the song implies that people that hear the song did not know he was a white guy. Right. They thought he had too much soul to be a white guy. Oh, man. We're going to talk about some blue-eyed soul. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a catchy-ass song, but I don't think I ever need to hear it again in my life. No, probably not. No. And the other song that I heard that was a single from this band references the song oh so they really only had one in them yeah it was like sounded similar to play that funky music and was like remember play that funky music the song hey that was us (laughs) we did that (laughs) that was our song um is that all we have to say about the uh wild cherry yeah basically i i mean uh we could talk about blue-eyed soul singers if you want the lead singer of this band by the way Mm mm-hmm is uh, a man by the name of Robert Parisi. And uh, he is a white guy with blonde eyes that sings soul music. Blonde eyes, huh? (laughs) With blue eyes. (laughs) Cut that out, please. Uh, That's that's about all I know about them. They were a one-hit wonder for sure. What are some other like one-hit wonders you could think of that you think are in this realm? You mentioned Casey and the Sunshine Band already. Uh, Yeah, although now I'm wondering if Casey and the Sunshine Band had a bunch of others. Um, hold on a second. Let me look at a, a Oh, Kung Fu Fighting. Kung Fu Fighting will, which, co- which will come a, up again for us in a future episode. Oh, right. Because that was also an October 1st. That was 1st. also an October 1st. Number oh, one. so wait for that one. Yep. Also semi-problematic. <laughs> yeah. Another another weird cultural cross there. I'm looking at this list of uh, one-hit wonders from yeah. the 70s. And... This basically looks like the soundtrack to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's yeah. got it's got Brandy, you're a fine girl. Yeah. Dancing in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course Afternoon Delight. Yeah. Which we've also talked about previously. Uh, number one on this list you'll notice was Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. We talked about Jerry Rafferty on another one, right? I feel like when somebody in a band goes on to solo success, you can't really call their band a one hit wonder. Like that's call, like calling Wham a, a one-hit wonder after George Michael had a bunch of success too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jerry Rafferty didn't have huge amounts of success. He just had success for like one other giant single, right? Um, Baker Street? Yeah, that's right. That's another one hit. Huge though. He's like a one-hit wonder in a band and one-hit wonder as a solo artist. He's got that other song that you sing sometimes. Mm. Woman, right down, right oh, down, right the, down line. the line. Yeah. yeah, that one's my one of my favorites. Uh, Thin Lizzy is on this list. I disagree with that. For Boys in Back in Town. The Boys are Back in Town. Uh, what about Cowboy Song? I think that's my favorite Thin Lizzy song. Do you know that song? I do. That's a good song. Um, I prefer Whiskey in the Jar. Whiskey in the Jar. Do you like the, uh, Metallica cover of Whiskey in the Jar? I do. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast before. If we have, I apologize. Nope. No apologies. First heard the Metallica version, then realized it referenced an earlier song by Thin Lizzy. I thought Thin Lizzy was the original. No, it's an old folk song. It's an old folk song. 
Um, one time, a friend of mine, Jason, sang the original folk song as the folk song because he did Ren Fair, I oh, guess. Okay. Or maybe some sort of reenactment fair, something like that. And it was like, it was unlike the Thin, <laughs> thin Lizzy song, but it was like, what's going on? Or something like that. And it was, uh, it's one of my favorite memories that I have of Jason. So Jason, if you ever listen to this podcast and want to call and leave that as a voicemail, oh, I'd that love would to be hear amazing. It. Yes. Uh, Rock the Boat, Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede. Again, the Guardians of the Galaxy connection. Yeah. I thought Hooked on the Fe- No, Hooked on the Feeling, I think, was covered by David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff for yeah. that, maybe? No, I think I think you're I think he probably used the original one. Yeah. But Boy, there's a lot of how about my Sharona by the knack? <laughs> we've we also talk about yes, the knack? we've also talked about that. Ugh, what a gross man song. That it's that lead singer guy. He's gross. He's a super creeper. But also, by the way, please don't be singing my Corona right now. Not it's not cool. It's not cool at all. I don't understand. What do you? Oh, you're talking about the virus, yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. What was the other Corona? Um, hey, have you got the Rona? I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. No. Don't do it. Do not do it. Layla by Derek and the Dominoes is on this list. Okay, so that's another one where how just because a band was only together for a single album. Yeah. It was a super group. It was a super group. That's like saying, uh, what's the other super group he was in? What's the one with um, the keyboard? Is Steve Winwood? Not Cream. Spencer Davis Group? Spencer Davis Group. No, not Spencer Davis Group. Can Someone's sh- screaming at their podcast right now. That's <laughs> a, I can hear it in my brain. No, it's gone forever. Are you sure it's not Cream? Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not Cream. It's not Cream. Okay, moving on. It was so important. <laughs> couldn't do the research <laughs> there's one thing i wanted to talk about this album and uh i don't know if you saw it but did you see the cover yes or for the single anyway yeah it's like a pair of lips with a cherry in the middle of it i suggest we add this one to the instagram here it is right here yeah are you uh scandalized i don't know it's one of those things i would look at probably a lot <laughs> I don't know why. That would catch your attention as a young person? Yeah, I might buy that single just to get that album cover. Wow, Randall. Yeah. You're revealing a lot here. Yeesh. Oof. Yikes. I apologize to everyone who didn't want to know that. Anyone who's grossed out, I apologize. I don't apologize that much. I'm trying to think if I've ever bought an album for the cover. Yeah, definitely you have. I mean... I I have for sure. I mean, I've definitely been fascinated by covers before, like um, The Cure, Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. Like I'd never seen a picture like that before. How many times do you buy an album and actually like put it up on your wall? We used to go to record stores and ask them for their promo materials after they were done with them. So like I'd get posters and what they called record flats, Mm -hmm. which was those fake record covers that they'd stick up all over the walls. Yeah. So I had a bunch of those on my walls. I used to put up a lot of, uh, I used to put up just the Iron Maiden albums. Just a big fan of Eddie, huh? Yeah, and I had a lot of Iron Maiden posters, to be fair, too. Mm-hmm. And what did uh, your family think about that? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the, also what I thought and what they thought <laughs> at the same Who time. Who cares? They don't care. I don't care. No one cares. No one cared. I think my parents were just alarmed that I had so many pictures of men in makeup. 
Do you think so? I definitely think so. What do you think? Uh, what do you think their take was on that? I think they thought they. I think they questioned my sexuality for one. Men with makeup. Well, at least they were men, right? You know, people from my parents' generation. It's, oh, okay. It's all the same. It's all queer. Yeah. So men in makeup. I was kind of butch. It's probably dark to them more than anything. Yes, and it was also dark and creepy and scary stuff. And they probably thought I was into devil worship. Yeah, turns out you were. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. (laughs) Joke's on you, mom and dad. I love the devil. By the way, I can't wait for quarantine to be over. I mean, yes, obviously there's horrible things going on in the world, (laughs) but I bought these really cute witchy dresses and I want to wear them. (laughs) (laughs) The priority is there. Can you wear an... Like maybe the next time we have to make a grocery shopping, I don't know when that's going to happen, but oh, we make yeah. a grocery shopping list. I'm going to go out in like a in a face mask and a hat and an extra witchy dress. Yeah. I wish your uh, Vogue mask, are they Vogue masks? Mm-hmm. I wish your Vogue mask were a little more witchy and a little less like Jerry Garcia tie print. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, don't feel bad about it. Oh, now you ruined it. It still does the... I'm going to make myself a new mask. It still does the uh, trick. Maybe you could make a new cover that's it more ma- witchy. It matches my hair, but it definitely is that sort of purple green Berkeley hippie lady colors. Yeah. It's better than uh I just have a painter's mask. Yeah. Oh god. That's probably just a recipe for death. <laughs> oh, a painting painting mask? That actually gives you the virus more than um I'm sorry, Randall, you gotta dress up cooler next time then. If mm. you're if you're capping on my mask. I think uh I'll just draw I'm smiling. The words I'm smiling <laughs> under the mask. Just draw a big happy face with uh, little teeth. Like maybe since it's a big deal going to the grocery store in this time, we'll both wear our finest clothes to go out. What yes. do you say? Well, we got to launder them afterwards, so don't do anything. You got to dry clean. Oh, well, that's even better for me because <laughs> I'll just wear the fancy clothes that I don't wear anyway. Maybe we could wear like... Uh, I was going to say beekeepers uniforms, but I really mean more like beekeepers uniforms. <laughs> okay, they're not uniforms, but you know what I mean. The the fast the mask that's got the shield on it and they just wear Basically like... just netting over everything. Just a big swath of net. Just wear a mosquito net over your whole clothes. I feel like they wear just a painter's outfit. Isn't it normally just like a white? Why is it white? Who's a beekeeper that listens to this podcast and can explain this outfit? We have neighbors who keep bees. We could ask them. It's like long sleeves and stuff. I was thinking more like a tux and tails. Tux with tails. Bring it. A full top hat. <laughs> a top hat with a mask in front. Yeah. I wish you had a an Abraham Lincoln hat. Yeah. Stovepipe hat. Well, do we have any um, construction we could, paper? Yeah, we could make one. <laughs> based, on my, <laughs> based on my history I, of uh, making... Abraham Lincoln hats in grade school. I think all we needed some black construction paper. Hey, you've been pretty crafty lately. You've been doing a lot of stuff. And I have to say, everyone, Randall is homestead hero of the week because our oven broke about <laughs> five days into quarantine <laughs> and Randall ordered a new element and fixed it. Yeah. If you're if the element in your electric oven breaks, it's uh like like Legos to fix. It's not it's not a challenge. The challenge was pulling the oven out and being disgusted by all the things that fell behind <laughs> the oven. That was the biggest disgust or biggest problem. Uh, thanks for the compliment. 
Um, also, you helped, so you get half credit I for that. I helped. And to be fair, I did break the oven myself. I think. No, you really didn't. No? No, I think it was just... It it's, broke on it's my time watch. time had come. I was ready to chuck that whole oven, so... Yeah. It was uh, the, the second time I had made pizza in the week, <laughs> <laughs> which shows you my state of mind. Pizza forward. That was pizza from scratch. Yeah, you've been like you've been hitting it out of the park with what the, else? the cooking lately. Besides uh, cooking pizza, we also made homemade pasta. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Wow. I, uh, I made apple fritters the other day. Oh yeah, those were good. Which were, I didn't quite well, get the fry temperature right, but yeah. next time we would. But I'm not gonna do it again because it smelled the house up. Also, I felt kind of sick. The rest yeah, of the day me too. Because I probably ate too many. Basically, eat a bunch of fried dough. Have we made anything else interesting or special since? Uh, I bought some black cocoa, but Ooh. I haven't used it yet. So basically, if you've ever eaten uh, Oreos, for example, mm -hmm. or black bottom cupcakes, you know, those really, really dark cocoa items, that's what it's for. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with it, and hopefully you will share it. Maybe. We'll see. If you play <laughs> your cards right. We'll see where we are in coronavirus uh, quarantine status at that point. <sighs> Corona 2020. So with that, maybe we should just move into the things that we've been enjoying in life lately. Yeah, we were we were a little negative. Let's let's pick it up. I'll say I'll start. Can I start? Please do. Two things that uh, I enjoyed. Oh, I'm sorry. I added a third. I have three three things. They're all YouTube. Videos. You could say four if you want. You only get three. Okay. Three things that I've seen on YouTube lately that I think are super good. Uh, number one, the Dead Mall series by Dan Bell, where he walks around uh, dilapidated malls in the United States. I was thinking about him this week and wondering if all the malls are going to be dead malls after this. Yeesh. That's probably... Uh, well, I don't know. They were pretty much dead. How could you kill something that's already dead? Well, you kill something by literally all of the stores going out of business at once. Yeah. Someone posted on Reddit pictures of our local mall the lloyd center i saw that before and after pandemic <laughs> it was the same. it was empty both <laughs> they were both empty uh he just put out some new video just like this week on um a, a mall building he'd always wanted to get into they finally got into so we'll have to watch that it's a cool series he has these sort of like nice uh 80s music background going there's also an, a cool uh everything is terrible found footage aesthetic too yeah so shout out to dan and uh, that that series. The second thing I wanted to talk about was Tabby Eats. You you remember Tabby Eats? Of course. With uh, Shinichi and Satoshi, which I hopefully said right, a couple in Japan that go out and eat food, which is basically my dream now that we're in quarantine. <laughs> Before all of this started, I really had this idea that we would be going to Japan. Like, how are we going to go to Japan? Are we going to go to Japan? How are we going to make this happen? Still can happen. It may be one day, but this is a nice way to feel like you're somewhere else is to watch these kind of videos where, you know, someone's doing something. Also, uh, the dream of fancy Japanese vending machines mm -hmm. has really been fulfilled by watching these videos. I also enjoyed the Korean street food videos. Yeah? Yeah. I like seeing people actually prepare the food. I don't think those were the same channel. No, they weren't. But 
uh, it's the same sort of idea. They do a lot of those kind of things too. That's a great thing about YouTube is like anybody can just put up observations in their everyday life and you see things that you wouldn't ordinarily see. So that's the second one. And then the last one is, of course, the famous uh, Bon Appetit test kitchen videos. And your girlfriend, Claire. My my um, secret girlfriend, Claire, with her gray stripe that I wish I could emulate. And instead, my whole hair is gray instead. Yeah, her hair is pretty badass. Uh, I really enjoy those videos, not because I think I'm going to watch a BA test kitchen and emulate it. I just enjoy seeing their interactions. They're, they're pretty funny. Um, and the gourmet makes ones are, are my favorite. What do you think of those videos? I like them. I am waiting to see if I can find recipes from them. Oh, you, so that's just the complete opposite of what I just said. Like you I will just watch like it the and I just like watching them, but you're wait, you're waiting for a recipe. Yeah. I actually like, I actually want to make the Oreos. Oh uh, yeah. The Oreos did look pretty good. They look pretty perfect. Mm, but yeah, they're good. Those videos are good because of the interactions between the people and they're just personalities and yeah, they put out a good video this week where they are all sequestered at home. It's, I don't, didn't like it as much as I thought I would. I mean, it's nice to see that everybody's sort of in the same boat, but I mean, that is if you have a home to go to, um, yeah, God. but, uh, it's weird not seeing them interact with each other. Yeah. Do you think the Zoom meeting interaction is... You've been doing some Zooms. That's what we've been doing for my work. Yeah. And it's all right. It's it's better than nothing for sure. The last thing I wanted to say was we're interacting in like weird new ways as a society with like these Instagram lives and Zoom meetings and stuff like that. It's a It's a weird dynamic that we're like making up for what we're missing. It feels a bit like when cell phones first came into use and you had to get used to the, the tiny delay. The tiny delay for text message or no, the tiny, oh, when so, you talk. I yeah, when okay. you're talking and listening. And so there's, it's almost like people are re, they're just acclimating to a new rhythm. But it also feels weird to be like, hey, I'm going to call you up for video chat. Be ready. You don't just cold call someone on a video chat. It's always scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. But how often do you just call people on your phone anyway? Approximately never. Yeah, hopefully never again. (laughs) (laughs) If I do it right, I'll never call anyone again. That'll be perfect. Perfect. So uh, what are some things that you've been enjoying lately? Um, I've been looking for stuff to read when I go to bed at night. And I often just end up reading Reddit because I can choose the subreddits that show up for me and I can curate it the way I want to. But I wanted to read an actual book the other day, and I was looking through the books that I had downloaded previously in order to read, and they were things like William Gibson and The Perfect Storm and things that were either sort of in a dystopian future or um, nonfiction in a disaster kind of way. Would <laughs> you only negative books. And I was like, I really can't can't do any of this right now and so I finally for the first time I picked up Jane Austen and I as I know the stories already I've I've yeah. seen all the movies but yeah how many times have you seen Jane Austen oh I've seen I've seen all of them multiple times yeah but even though I know the story it was still a very pleasing it's almost like having I don't know how else to describe it but it's like vanilla cake 
or vanilla ice cream. It's just like you know what it is. Plain and simple and good yeah. and not challenging. You know what to expect and you're going to get a good dose of it. Yeah. So that's what I've been reading lately instead of all my usual stuff. Relaxing. It is very relaxing. Uh, you know, rich people problems. <laughs> can I can I ask you what reddits you sub- subreddits you subscribe to? I subscribe to some makeup and skincare subreddits and uh-huh. some cute animal subreddits and some Japanese professional wrestling subreddits mm-hmm. and uh, some crafty like sewing and stained glass ones. What oh, about like Portland? Uh, yeah, I also subscribe to Portland. And also, um, I think my favorite ones are like Ask Reddit. Ones where people ask a question like, first responders, what's the craziest situation you ever walked in on? Yeah. And then you just get a whole load of interesting anecdotes. But yeah, other than that, we've been watching a lot of TV, but not a lot of it has been sticking with me lately. One thing I have been enjoying is, of course, because, as you know, they delayed the Olympics. Oh, Um, that finally got, that did get announced. Yeah, it did. Uh Uh, Oh, real quick. Dick Pound made that announcement. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for setting me up for that. Please continue. Uh, but New Japan, the um, the Japanese pro wrestling company I like, uh, the, they haven't been, I mean, they're based out of Tokyo, so they haven't been doing uh, shows for a while. And so in the meantime, because they have all these like worldwide subscribers, they've been doing these ridiculous talk shows with the wrestlers where they just like get them in a room and make them do goofy things and like take questions on Twitter. Yeah, t- t- take take their shirts off and arm wrestle and just like just strange stranger than uns- res- wrestling. It's like it's unscripted and it's awkward and sometimes it's hilarious. And I, I we're always watching them subtitled too, so I just really appreciate a a wrestling entertainment company bothering to do this for their fans at a time like this what about the other uh wrestling companies doing shows oh that's been interesting too so the american wrestling companies aew and wwe have been doing their weekly shows but they've been doing them in empty arenas which is super strange (laughs) yeah it's a little odd sometimes it's really good in the aew shows they've been putting the other wrestlers and crew people in the audience and having them just sort of like yell and heckle and stuff, which is better. They did that one week. They didn't do it the second week. They didn't? No. They should do that again. They did it with them in the backstage. They kept cutting to them oh, watching right, the right. Yeah, I didn't like that as much. It was way more fun the first week. I think they didn't have as many people the second week. Yeah, I think they let everybody stay home who wanted to stay home. Yeah. Um, the WWE version has not been that good. No, it's been a little, uh, a little strange. Not as fun. They uh, didn't change their camera position and they were just shooting empty crowd which was very off-putting the other group figured out that they could shoot the stage and uh from the hard cam and you could not be distracted by a total empty empty arena around the people it's also weird because you can just hear wrestlers you know grunting and taunting each other and it's like it just sounds really weird with no other sounds going on they need like a a they need to be playing Eye of the Tiger or something in the background. How about piped-in crowd noise? Uh, it's kind of like a laugh track. Laugh track? I heard it on um, Marty and Sarah podcast. Uh-huh. She suggested putting up video screens and having people Zoom meeting watch the <laughs> watch the uh, show. I would watch just out of curiosity. That would be great. I would like to see that. That was a great idea. 
What about WrestleMania coming up? WrestleMania, the... The WrestleMania that should not be? The... <laughs> canceled WrestleMania. The WrestleMania, if you're not a wrestling fan, is undoubtedly the largest wrestling event every year. It's like the Super Bowl of wrestling. The it, World Series of wrestling. It's like how many people usually attend? 50,000 people? Could be, yeah. It could be 80,000 if you had a, or outdoor arena or whatever. 60,000? I don't know. So it was scheduled and they finally, finally, finally just canceled it. And now they're going to have it. They're they're still going to have the wrestling events, but themselves in an empty yeah, an empty arena. In, the, in what they call the Performance Center Arena where they do NXT. And a lot of it's pre-recorded. So they have matches that are pre-recorded in other places already in the pipe, just in case people get sick, I guess. It's going to be fascinating looking back on this time from a media perspective and seeing the the anomalies of this year. Yeah. Can you imagine if you were like a basketball super fan or a hockey super fan and or baseball even? Baseball's you got nothing. To start, and that's not happening. Well, also like all the concerts that people were doing. Yeah. It's all weird. I keep seeing ads for this one show coming up locally, and I'm like, that's in April. That's not happening. Yeah. Right before we had our stay home order happen and all events got canceled, there was a Tool concert here in Portland at the uh, big arena. All I could think was like, how many people went to that that were sick and had no idea what the deal was? And it's just like a giant virus farm. Anyway, it's a really weird time to be a human right now. Oh, we're supposed to end on an up note talking oh, yeah, about sorry. good things. <laughs> things we like. <laughs> things that uh, are good. I like you. Yeah, you're pretty good too. I'm trying to be a good roommate while we're stuck here together. Yeah, I've had some moments where I'm just like, leave me alone. I'm crying. <laughs> I don't know why I'm yelling. Um, I apologize. No, not at all. In it's, a public forum, I apologize. I feel like everybody is on a slightly shorter fuse right now, and that is okay. Yeah. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Next week, let's talk about something, regardless of birthdays. Let's uh-huh. talk about something we really want to talk about. Regardless of whether it happened on a birthday or not? Yeah. All right. Let's extrapolate. You got to somehow make the connection to our birthday in any way whatsoever. I can six degrees of Kevin Bacon something in whatever here. you do you pick the topic and uh we'll, we'll we'll work it in all right i'm okay with that we'll do so should we end with a nice up, uplifting message thank you for listening to our podcast even though it takes us months to get it out yeah keep staying home and um uh, social distance thanks everybody who is working their hardest to keep their shit together uh-huh. and if, shit together for the rest of us if you don't feel well take your temperature drink plenty of water Always drink plenty of water. That's good advice regardless. And we're all going to do the best we can and get through it together. And uh, I love you. I love you too. And I love all of you too. Okay, bye. Bye. me
made a pretty penny. I put it in me pocket and I took it home to Jenny. She sighed and she swore that she never would deceive me. But the devil take the women for they never can be easy mushering the Yeah. 